Hello, Internet. My name is Chris, otherwise known as Critically Accursed, and I am the voice behind Riley Morhive. Now, I bet you're wondering why I called you here today. Gentlemen, this is the Eterna Podcast, where several strangers from across the Internet are united in a world of legends, fantasy, and eldritch horrors. The stories we make are filled with intrigue, drama, and more memes than anyone could ever ask for. Come on, take a seat at our table and join the fun. I hope you brought your dice. <clears throat> okay, so last time on Dungeon Ball Z, um, y'all had gathered your stuff together, uh, gone to the Travel Masters, uh, tr- Travel Master Skyler, gotten your insurance and paid to travel with the caravan. And we're being put in line near the back of the caravan uh, as it began to set out, which takes a little while. Um, Lark was kind of suspect for being very shady, but uh, I think uh, Riley had kind of come around to maybe he was jumping the gun. Um, And then... Immediately after that, Adira creeped him the fuck out by staring at him for a really long time. But, uh, y'all were setting out, or beginning to set out from Stormbluff on your way to Starlight. Uh, which should be a two to three week trip, give or take. Uh, given that it's raining, probably three. Now, if I remember correctly, we had um, set up passage with a caravan, right? Yes, you are traveling with a caravan. Okay. Um, how's that coming along? How are my uh, fellow caravaneers? All right, so um, what they're doing right now, because the caravan is still in the process of leaving it is a very long caravan yeah the west wind caravan is moving its way out of the city to the front end but the uh motorcade is not the correct word but i i don't want to use the word caravan again the caravan uh (laughs) is you know the front starts moving and the back has to catch up uh so you're being positioned still as a late comer Mm mm-hmm uh, and I would like for you to make perceptions as to your neighbors in the caravan and general surroundings. Absolutely. Just give me a second. Perception. I rolled a 10. All right. Uh, I'll try and do some semblance of order this. Riley, you next. Yes. I got a total of 23. Damn. Uh, Leaf, you're next. Ooh, that would be a 21. Barack. Oh, wow, 24. Adira. 
I'm gonna take the first one because he double tapped. Oh, I double clicked it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, you got a twenty. Uh, so what does what does our shy boy foresight get? He gets a five, as he should. <laughs> he's just hiding. He he he's burying his face into Mozart the donkey. It's rather difficult to see around you when you've got a cloak covering most of your face. Fair. All right. So, um, damn. All right. So we'll go with we'll go with Lark, uh, because he's the first one to see anything. And this is you doing your intent of checking out. Uh, this is you and your intent of checking out other people in the caravan, what they're doing. Uh, a couple of caravan, uh, a couple of uh, carts in front of you. There is a man with a very heavily laden looking cart. Um, it's a little old, a little frail looking. Uh, he seems to be checking his cargo uh, prior to the prior to having to get it moving. Uh, right in front of you appears to be a simple sort of like cart for transporting people, and it's got a it's got a uh, mixture of folk in there uh, all tidying up and making sure everything's tied down and covered. And behind you is a rickety little cart um, with uh, just one man one horse it's not covered properly like your cart would be it's just got a tarp stretched over it um so it's it's very expectant there's not there's nothing super out of the ordinary now actually um would you like to do or say anything after that um rickety old man like what does he look like he's carrying around with him um you want to go inspect his cart well, not like inspection mode, right? But I mean, like, I, I sort of like go by and see what kind of merchant he is, if a merchant at all. He has uh, various crates, boxes, bags uh, in the back. Nothing is extraordinarily exposed. Um, but you can tell that he's probably carrying a heavy load because he has uh, not one, but two donkeys pulling his cart. Okay. Um, does he look particularly shady? Like, 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 what kind of person does this old fellow look like? Particularly uh, I mean, jovial, he, reserved. I'd say reserved. He's 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 not shady looking. He's just kind of surprisingly old. Okay. Like uh, he's an old thin man with not a lot of hair on his head. Okay. Uh, I would approach him. Okay. While you're approaching him, uh. Chris, or sorry, Riley, Leaf, Brock, and Adira all see uh, off a ways behind the caravan. An altercation uh, starts. Um, you see it through the rain as you're getting settled into place in the caravan. And uh, it looks like a couple of grown men uh, assaulting either a child or a halfling at this distance. That just won't do. Yeah. Now, when you say assaulting, are they, like, physically beating him? Like, uh, they're grabbing him, picking him up. Uh, he's struggling. 
uh, against them, and they're starting to drag him away. Where are they dragging him to? Um, not like towards an alley or anything. They're dragging him down the street. These men, are they dressed like guards that are going along with the caravan, or are they regular people? They're regular-looking folk. Oh, well then, without hesitation, running over. Yeah, that seems, that seems like something that should not be happening. Agreed. All right. Now, I do not notice this altercation, but would I notice my um, compatriots rushing towards something, or am I just like, am I too far down the caravan to notice this at this point? Uh, go ahead and roll me a second perception. I will do that for you. Uh, I rolled a 13 on my second perception. Uh, you would certainly notice uh, your your compatriots start to run towards the back of the... Okay, in that case, I would probably pivot and go see what's going on. All right, so you run after them. Adira, what are you doing? Um, If this person looks like a child, I'm definitely going to help. All right. She's kind of, kind of got a soft spot for kids. All right. So you all go running by. Trey, uh, go ahead and have Foresight make another perception, too. I will do that. Hmm, a seven this time. That's correct. Oh, while you have no idea what's going on, you would certainly mm. see uh, your your fellows, uh, including that that damn jerk Riley Moreharm. Hey, uh, hey, hey! I resent that. <laughs> um, whose hair has saved a table for you? Um, running off towards um, towards the back of the caravan. Past you. It's interesting that he resents but doesn't deny. <laughs> no, I'll go back there. This seems this seems somewhat urgent. You all abandon your cart. Uh, unless somebody doesn't. It's okay. We have insurance. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> somebody steals it. They're like, caravan hasn't left yet. We're not on duty. Fuck you. Um, well, with yeah. this urgent movement, someone may need healing. All right. So you head off in that direction. These people are not running. Uh, they are moving at a steady pace, dragging uh, what you do uh, quickly come to find as a child, uh, dragging him away. They've lifted him up, kind of have him in, not an arm bar, what's it, a Nelson? Have him in a Nelson? Well, the moment, the moment Adira can see that that is a kid, she gonna raise her voice and be like, unhand that child now. Uh, go ahead and give me an intimidate check. Oh, that will be interesting because I don't think I have that. The donkey is watching the cart. Oh, okay. So I rolled well. I got a 21. Uh, you did roll very well. Um, your voice booms out, cutting through the rain. A very daring and threatening tone to it. Uh, like her hands are probably glowing. She's ready. <laughs> Alright, these two men dragging this kid, one of them, like, has his feet, uh, and the other one's got him in the Nelson. Uh, uh, they both look very afraid, especially at your, uh, magical display. Uh, the kid seems to be struggling. Everybody go ahead and make another perception. 18? Lark also rolled an 18. Leaf got a 21. Blackjack. I also rolled an 18. Riley has 15. Uh, I am coming through with a solid 7. Okay, so everybody but Brock would notice that this child 
is attempting to grab something in like the fold of his uh his tunic he's not really saying much he's not shouting or screaming uh he's grunting uh and showing signs of effort uh but he seems to be attempting to uh make this reach one of the guys who was like looking back kind of frightened notices him and kind of like yanks on his legs and is like stop that and the other one's like look wait you don't understand this kid's a thief thief or no he's still a child unhand him he's too damn slippery we're gonna take him to the guards excuse me friends what was the child attempting to steal from you he took me damn coin purse did you get it back i'm assuming oh i've got it back uh riley as he's talking is going to keep approaching so that he can get you know within about 10 to 5 feet of these two and um as he gets up there he's going to start addressing the kid to see if the kid can at least understand him or talk back by saying uh excuse me child is what these men that are manhandling you say is that true he kind of looks your way and i need you to make a perception check I also want to say, just as they're doing this, um, I'm assuming I'm sort of like trudging in a little bit later than everybody else. I'm sort of circumventing the entire area, and I'm making my way uh, around the periphery. All right, go ahead and make a stealth check. Yes, sir. Riley's perception was a solid nine. Lark's stealth was 14. All right. So, Riley, you don't notice much other than he continues to struggle slightly. Uh, he, He does look at you. And then kind of just like looks slightly angry and begins to twist and turn and try to break out, break free. Um, uh, they're not paying particular attention. Uh, you would notice, uh, Lark, that one of them does catch notice of you and is like, he, he like keeps primarily paying attention to what's happening over by him, but he is like glancing back towards you now and again. That's fair. Of note is I'm not being like super like crouched down with like crochet needles in hand in a threatening manner. I'm just, you know, kind of like sort of like making my way through the crowd to get to the other side. You are not Khajiit? Yeah. No, he's not Skyrim sneaking. <laughs> I'm still trying to remain unnoticed so that the guy definitely would have kept note of me. It's just I, I'm also not trying to be super suspicious. I don't know if that's that's part of the equation there, but I just so like yeah. Assassin's Creed moving through crowds must have just been the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh riley's going to address the men once again by saying it does seem like he's giving you a bit of a bother perhaps you would like to not waste your time and have us uh report him to the guards bring him to the guards on your behalf of course um make a diplomacy or a bluff whichever is more appropriate uh, i'm gonna go with diplomacy playing off the nice guy angle not really trying to l- deceive them and that diplomacy is a 22. So the guy's like, looks at the other guy and he's like, you know, that wouldn't be too bad. And like right at that moment, neither of them notice, uh, but you can go ahead and make a perception. I love this skill. 18. You don't notice until it happens that the kid like is able to like get his arm just slipped away enough. He reaches into his tunic. He pulls out like a, like a kitchen knife and just stabs this guy in the leg. <laughs> He shouts out and drops him, uh, and uh, the the kid begins to run kind of towards your group, but, like, tries to dodge around you. Uh, do you want to attempt to do anything in this moment? 
If it's up to Riley, Riley's first reaction is to try to, like, funnel the kid towards our tree, if the tree followed along. Yeah, oh yeah, the box is definitely uh, alongside us. Alright, go ahead and make me a bluff check. A feint. Yeah, I'd love to. Let's do it. Okay, well, that's a ten. So ten. Alright, so he's able to do kind of dodge around you and doesn't really head for... Uh head for box oh, I should have had my weapon out that would have provoked damn oh no <laughs> <laughs> alright so he's going to uh, head a little more over towards Adira Adira will put herself between the kid and the men alright <clears throat> so you step in the you step in the way he kind of runs behind you but he does try to keep going uh, Brock you have Cestus and can make an attack of opportunity uh could I attempt to either grapple him or stop him instead? Like, I mean, I don't want to beat the kid, but I'd like to I stop him. him. Trip him. He's more aggressive than I want to. Uh, like, you don't, no, you don't have to, like, like, like bar him and make him face plant. Like, you can reflavor your trip. You're just trying to get him drunk. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to prevent him from running away from us, too, because I would like to get this solved. So I'm just... I'll just do a uh, a trip, I guess, if that fits. Bull rush him. Ooh, I get, I get so much to this. Fourteen. Uh, you will trip him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just kind of as he runs past her, he'd probably be trying to grab him more. But just if he, as soon as he realizes he can't, he'd probably just try and kind of put a leg out and just kind of stop his movement, which would probably just make him fall to the ground. Okay. What is Foresight doing in this moment? Well, someone was stabbed. Uh, even if it's not a serious wound, it, it's a wound still. It's my duty to heal wounds. Um, if I can, just go over there and patch right that up. Right next to your best buddy. Hey, bud. Oh. Mm. Okay. Are you just not going to heal him because I'm here? What's that, mm. What kind of oracle are you? Mm. No, you're right. Yeah, and he's like screaming and like the other guy tried to run after him, but kind of Riley was kind of in the way. He's not nearly as dexterous. Um, while Foresight's healing him, I'd like to talk to the two men and just try to um, smooth the situation over by telling them that my allies and I, we have the kid handled now. Um, they don't need to worry about anything. I'll remember what they look like in case, I, in case I need to direct the guards back to them for questioning or something. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check because the one is very, very pissed about being stabbed. Mm, that's, that is fair. Um, uh, but you do heal him completely. Yeah. Foresight uh, will simply chance a very uh, uh, make a small chant, you know, holy, all in celestial, of course, and then lay his hands upon this man, and the wound will be no more. And Riley gets a fifteen diplomacy. All right, so the guy kind of grumbles and uh, hope the gods fucking rough him up, and. Kind of goes to step, make sure his leg doesn't hurt. Nods his head at you, four and he's like, thanks. Come on, let's go. And uh, 
he he kind of jerks his head to the other guy and they they head off as they head um, off riley turns to foresight and says you know you and i we make a good team i'm gonna talk to you more as this journey progresses <laughs> <laughs> all right what are leaf and box doing in this moment so uh, prior to the trip, uh, I was going to see if I could get Box to fetch the kid before he ran off. But since he's essentially pinned down, I'm just gonna step to bar his path, and I'll I'll like it, what what have we fluffed the trip to? Is he just kind of being held, or is is he like actually on the ground? Uh, he he's on the ground. He's tripped. Okay, so. Uh, Leaf will just gingerly take a step over and kind of use his, his quarter staff to help himself lower him to the ground. And he's just kind of take a knee and uh, just start trying to talk to the kid. He's going to say, uh, you know, excuse me, son, if you were stealing, you, you must have some sort of reason. I'm sure we could reach an understanding here if you'd only explain. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception. Oh, I'm going to get stabbed. <laughs> he's stealing from you, too. Oh no. Kid's just a stabbing machine. And he looks nervous and aggravated. But he doesn't say anything. He kind of does that like thing and like like kicks his head to the side. And he he uh go ahead and make a sense motive check. That's a 15. Um, he looks like he's eyeing that little gap uh, to your right. He might he might be trying to kind of break and make a run for it. Okay. Uh, uh, would I be able to see this too? Uh, go ahead and make a perception and a sense motive. Uh, 18 perception, 16 sense motive. All right. So uh, your sense motive would definitely kind of eye this too you would also notice that from your angle you're able to see something he has like a kind of like a simple cloth hat on like more like a bandana but it, it's technically a hat uh and it's covering his ears but you can just make out the faint outline uh of his ears being like pressed against his head from this thing and he has very long ears and he, he might be an elf and Oh, okay. did, I, I didn't catch that, did I? No, you didn't. Oh, bummer. Um, uh, would I be able to do anything in response to seeing him wanting to dart? Like, would I have time to do like a standard action? Um, you will. Uh, you can ready an action, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing I want to do is I have an ability to create a ten-foot radius around me of difficult terrain. So if he starts to move, I'm going to do that. So it just makes right. it harder for him to get away. Okay. Um, so you kick that up, and uh, uh, like when he goes to stand up and run, uh, he he'll provoke from Box Leaf and Brock. Uh, I don't have an opportunity to say anything more to him before he bolts, do I? Uh, not in this very moment. Gotcha. <laughs> Man, I still don't want to beat the kid. Um, so if, if I wanted Box to grab the kid 
as a part of you know the the provoked attack uh would i need to issue a command yeah but you can do that that's like a like put pushing your your companion as a move action but i think just like going hey do this um is a um free okay uh so that's a handle animal then uh uh wild empathy okay so it's a d20 plus level so it's a d20 plus two plus charisma i believe Yep, it's plus level plus charisma, so that's a total of plus two. That's a nine, so I, I probably didn't get very far with him. You tell him to like grab him, and 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 he starts to dance a little jig. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll just see if if I can't from my like kneeling position just kind of stick the end of my quarter staff out to try and trip him again yeah go ahead oh, bam that's a dose two snake eyes that was a that was a natural one uh <laughs> okay so box's little jig takes me down what is your cmd good sir cmd is a 14 all right, so um, when you go to trip him with that, he like kicks the he like kicks the thing, and like hits it with the back of his foot, and it ends up knocking you on the ground. I was headed that way anyway. <laughs> but you are now on the ground. On my way to the ground, I'll just shout, "If you're hungry, we can feed you." <laughs> <laughs> Make a diplomacy check. Bam! That's a twenty-one. Turns around, kicks you in the face. No, um, to be expected. You, he will hesitate though. Um, and during this hesitation, Adira, what are you doing? Um, how far exactly is he from me? Um, five, ten, technically fifteen feet. Okay. Uh, then what I am going to do is suggestion all right suggestion is an enchantment effect correct yeah but she don't know all the rules that i know so right um your dc was what 14 uh 17 it says right there 17 Oh, that's right, because it has got a... It's a level 3 spell phase. Uh, Alright. So, um, what are you suggesting to him? I'm suggesting that he stop running. I can't protect him if he runs. Uh, during that hesitation, he, like, starts ahead, like, again, like, half a step, but then he'll stop, and he'll turn around. Uh, Brock, now that he's turned around, the lighting out here is very poor, so the rest of you can't see this as easily. But, uh, Brock, now, now that he's turned around, you can see he does have elven eyes, which lack, like, pupils. Like, his eyes lack pupils? Mm-hmm. 
Pathfinder elves do not have pupils. Their entire eye is the color of their eye. I think the um, elves are also like that, to be fair. I know the Eladrin are. Eladrin? How do we say that? High elves. I mean, technically, they do have sclera, but like the iris of their eye is so damn big. Like The only time you ever see their sclera is if they're looking way off to the side. Hmm. But, yeah, basically. Okay, so we've confirmed he's an elf. Or at least I have. You have confirmed that he is an elf. Box does not know. For sure. He's got a hunch. (laughs) So what is Lark doing? Um, I was spending the entire time kind of circumventing what was going on. Um, In what direction was the kid running? Would he be closer to me or further away from me? I should be at the opposite side. Uh, he would be further away from you now. Okay, so in that case, I would probably just like now that I know that combat isn't uh, is very unlikely to happen, I would probably just make my way normally back to the party. Okay, you go hang out with your buddy buds there because they're probably that's right. That way. Hey, foresight. You got another friend? Ah, uh, I don't know what to do. There's people moving around. <laughs> this involves uh, communication. Um, I'm just gonna stand like right over. Yeah, just like everyone's over there. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, not over there. This is <laughs> with my thoughts. So that's what you're doing. You're heading the other direction to get out of yeah. it. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm with my thoughts. You know, pretty okay. great. <laughs> All right, Riley. Uh, well, it looks like. Um, the kid has stopped running away, so I will just, uh, Riley will just head back towards everyone. Maybe, um, block off the kid's path in case he does try to just bolt away from the rest of the party. Okay. Like that. But it looks like they have it under control. Uh, Brock. Brug. Uh, I would just kind of approach the kid. Kind of over this way. If I could just kind of, you know reposition myself next to him so that way if he tries to run again I can attempt to stop him again uh, but I would I would attempt to do so in a very non-threatening manner okay alright so we're gonna get out of this pseudo turn structure and uh, what is is Foresight just gonna sneak away into eternity no, he's still near, just not as near as everyone else. Just gonna watch from afar. Someone might need help. Help that I could actually provide. Brock would look to the group and he would ask, uh, "Do any of you speak Elvish?" Uh, he seems to be an elf. He may not. He may not know common if he if he is uh, on his own. That's a very good question. Where on roll twenty does it have my languages, Sean? Uh, I think it's page two. No, it's at the bottom of your main page. Oh. Very bottom. Bottom left. No, I do not speak Elvish. Leaf does. Yeah, Leaf is an elf. I hope he speaks elf. Well, I speak Elven. Elven? Yes, elf is the language of Santa's elves. There's still a language I didn't choose. I am not the smart one. God damn it. 
you should just save it until we need it. Shakes a sick stick of shame at him. I feel so unsmart right now, you guys. Pick, pick a language. But hey, at least Felix. Yeah, Beef speaks Elven, so that's... Yeah, he can do that. Do what? Talk. To the kid. Oh. Instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Leaf, are you then going to conversate with this child? Are you going to stand up? Sorry, let me, let me rephrase uh, that. Are you going to stand up and conversate with this child? Well, I'll try and return to a kneeling position... I, but he's, he's like spitting his hair out of his mouth and like wiping the dust off of his chest and uh says uh of, of course we could uh discuss this over some hot food uh you're more than welcome to it if you'll just stay and uh s- speak for your situation that that seemed like it could have gotten relatively bad with those fellows in elven of course right he looks at you and he he seems to have a strange look on his face. Go ahead and make a sense motive. That's a 17. You feel like he might not entirely understand what you're saying. Um, I'll, I'll try shifting from, like, dark common to light common. And uh, just, you know, is this better? And see if uh, he like reacts to any of that. Uh, he the only time he reacted non-confusedly is when you were speaking to him while he was on the ground uh, with Dark Common. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll say again, uh, young Elven boy. We could discuss this over food. Uh, I'm sure there's a perfectly good explanation for your theft and. Uh, we're certainly not as disgruntled as those fellows back there. I'd like to hear you out potentially over some hot food. Uh, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. Bam, that's an eight. So a natural <laughs> two. The master of disaster. He looks off to the side and kind of just faintly grunts. Okay, uh, Brock will actually kneel down next to him then. And he'll say, you know, if we do not understand your situation we can't protect you from the guards or those men again if we don't understand why you're doing what you're doing make a diplomacy oh, this is gonna go poorly oh 15 he'll grumble okay fine uh sean how old did you say this kid looked like again uh, 60. Six, a 60 year old child. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's an elf, right? Yeah. Um, okay, but like uh, it, human equivalencies here. Uh, shit. Um, it's funny. It's like, I think it's like 10 to 12, somewhere in that range. Probably, probably closer to 10. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so he would be, um, he would act and behave, he would have the maturity of a 10 year old. And like the rough knowledge of like a ten year old rather than like a sixty year old. Um, you can tell that he seems certainly a little, a little more intellectual and mature than a ten year old would, but he certainly has the body of a ten year old. Okay. 
running the age equivalencies on the description page, he's about equivalent to like a twelve-year-old physically. Okay, thank you. Elf would be. Then they don't like mature super fast, and then I I don't know how it works at all. Ignore me. (laughs) Thank you for the age equivalency. He's twelve. Um, but yeah, he he definitely seems a little more world-wise than his physical body. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, I um, I wouldn't say much around him. I would just generally be keeping an eye on him. Okay. Uh, I would also go back to my cart just to make sure that nobody has um, um, stolen anything or have done horrible, horrible unspeakable things to Mozart. Um, no, uh, Riley went with you. Hey, I also resent this. But don't deny it. That is the phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I honestly, I don't know why we picked Riley to be the fucking... Every group needs one, I totally get it, don't worry. (laughs) I guess because he's the charismatic one, he can convince anything. (laughs) To be fair, if it was my character, his head would explode. Uh, you go to inspect the cart. It seems fine. The caravan is starting to take off now, though. So, like, ahead of you, probably about six or seven carts. They're starting to move now. Um, okay, so I guess we would probably start heading out then. Uh, I would probably run ahead make sure that old man's alright. He seems to be carrying quite a bit of, a lot of stuff for a person of his age and stature. If he needs any help, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna rush in and sort of, like, make sure things aren't falling off this cart or anything like that. Uh, his cart looks very well packed, uh, and if when you ask him if he needs any help, he's like, Oh, no, Sonny, thank you. Thank you very much, but I'm all right. All right. Um, uh, what, uh, what's, what's bringing you over to Starlight, uh, if uh, you don't mind me asking? Oh, I'm on the long road. I'm going around selling selling my wares, odds and ends. Oh, so you're a merchant. What, uh, what do you specialize in? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you're just a, you're you're a, you're just a general merchant. I'm a uh, curio man of sorts. I find oh, odd little things instead. Carrying anything interesting? Uh, yes, quite a few. If you're in the caravan too, perhaps when we stop for a meal, I can show you. But I think we're about to be off. I would be interested in that. Thank you, good sir. Not a problem. So, may the sun guide your journey. And the moon yours, Sonny. <laughs> and I head back. So, gathered around this child, what are y'all doing? Uh, Adira. Let's, let's go with Adira. Adira's going to walk up to him and, and just look at him and be like, I don't think it's going to be safe for you here anymore. He looks at you. So those men will have... Narrows his eyes. The men will have the guards after you. Come along. Do you try and, like, kind of coax him towards the cart? Uh, she'll put a hand on his shoulder. Make a touch attack. A touch attack. Okay. Uh, I, I'm. That's just my BAB, right? Uh, plus your strength if you have it. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out how to get this through. I think. Because if we have weapon finesse, dexterity will also work. Yes, that's true. You can use your dex instead. 
I can use my decks instead. Okay. Uh, is there not a button for this? No. No, I don't, I don't think so. It would okay. just be a base, uh, some basic attack. So, you told me I had buttons for everything. I didn't. I mean, you don't have a touch attack thing, so. All my spells, no. Some of my spells. One Plus... of them's a ranged touch attack. That's different. There you go. Five. Okay. Uh, you go to touch him, and he like leans out of the way with ease. Let's. So look and be like, and you have a plus two strength. Do I? Yeah. So that's a seven, but he's, you still miss. But yeah. Um, look, if you want to stay here and take your chances with the guard, that's fine. But uh, I'm I'm pretty sure those guys are are gonna have them after you. He'll put his knife back in his shirt and uh, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. Eighteen. All right. He'll head towards the cart. So, group, uh, tell me, is this child ours now? Team mascot. Uh, well, he seems to... It seems that he has nowhere else to go. Or else he wouldn't be stealing from the caravan. He wasn't stealing from the caravan. He stole from two random dudes down the street. Oh. <laughs> uh, I look at him, Sean, like, what level of, like, raggedness does this child look? Because I don't want to be caught in a situation where this kid is just like somebody's like farmhand that was just like <laughs> out stealing. <laughs> we are just grabbing him and bringing him to another city. Yes, these are my he, thoughts too. <laughs> he has a very um, sort of ramshamble, uh, put together look about his his outfit. Um, I think the question they're trying to ask is, does he look homeless? Kind of. Like, his clothes are in varying degrees of degradation. None of them fit him properly. Um, the knife he's got isn't in the best condition. It's chipped and broken. Uh, his his left shoe has a hole in the top. Okay. So, what I'm going to do then is, first I'm going to ask him, um, uh, we're, uh, um, we are headed to Starlight, child. Do you have anybody waiting for you here that would uh, um, that would miss you? He just looks away from you. It's a really weird way to word it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a really weird guy with this. Is there anyone who would miss you if you happen to suddenly go missing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what I'm going to do now is, you said he's got a lot of holes closed and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So I... it, it looks like he probably stole all of his clothes. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, uh, I'm going to, uh, start patching up, uh, some of the holes, uh, with his permission. Um, using the tailing kit. Would he let me do that? Uh, make me a diplomacy check. Yes, sir. Oh, um, okay, does, uh, my racism apply here? No. Okay. <laughs> Three. He like curls up into a ball in the as far back into the cart as he can get, and like pulls his knife and points it at you. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will not. Uh, I'll not press my luck. And like he'll turn the knife backwards in his hand and kind of just like wrap his arms around his legs. Okay. Uh, I'll say. Uh, well, if you ever want to get those holes patched up, uh, you come see me. Um, and I'm just going to let him be, and I'll let him approach me if he wants to come talk to me. Okay. 
So you, you said the caravan's moving now, right? Yes, in fact, uh, just in this moment, the guy ahead of you, uh, his cart starts to move. One of the uh, one of the guards of the caravan comes walking back, and he's just like, "In a moment, come on, come on, get your get your donkey ready." Uh, isn't Mozart ready? Aren't, aren't we like good to go? I thought we, we were. Yeah, you to just have to like get up on the thing and actually have him go. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, uh, I would probably do that. I should probably be walking for the first little while. All right, leading him walking on. alongside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who all Until I get tired, the then I'll sit down and switch with somebody. Okay. Who all is in the cart? Other than the uh, I would, I would be sitting on the back of the cart. Okay. And that's the back. I am wearing my traveling clothes, by the way. Okay. The deer will stay near the child. All right. Al, um, I would assume that we're moving at a speed at which you could walk beside. Since yes, I wouldn't think everyone's in a car. Then yeah, I would just walk. Alright. Uh, what about Leaf and Riley? I think Box would be walking beside the cart, and uh, Leaf would be in the cart, maybe sitting at, at the back, uh, just trying to talk to the kid and uh, see if I can get him to open up about his situation a little bit. Alright. And Riley... Uh, well, conveniently, Riley wanted to walk towards the front of the cart, where uh, Foresight al already seems to be walking. So, uh, Riley will stride over to Foresight's side, and as he's passing the side of the cart with the child on it, he'll just say aloud for the child in Dark Common, that's, I certainly hope you don't mind a bit of adventure, because it seems you're tagging along with us anyways. Uh, you, you, you guys realize this child probably suspects we're trying to traffic him, right? I'm maybe <laughs> which uh, I will be helping Leaf in in the back trying to get this child to open up you know traffic him to a hot meal and a happy home <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yet somehow my suspicions aren't alleviated strange <laughs> uh, okay so Brock uh, go ahead and roll me uh, diplomacy to aid and Leaf go ahead and roll me a diplomacy 14 right, Brock aids 24 damn so that is a 26 total so what do you say to this kid what do you want him like what are you, what are you trying to tell him so uh, it, it occurs to me that I, I don't have food in my inventory uh I, I don't imagine we would have had an opportunity to, like, snag some trail rations on the way out, would we? There's, um, there's some in my backpack on the carts. If you mention that you're looking for food, you can dig in there and find it yourself. Yeah, yeah I mean, I have some on me as well. Oh, that works. Okay, so, uh, well, I'll just start and say, uh, well, I, I promised you some food, and, uh, I'll start, like, rummaging through my pack, and it seems my pack is empty. I was actually planning on, uh, gathering some fresh ingredients while we were on the road and uh, making a meal whenever we stopped. And he'll just kind of turn to uh, anyone else who's sitting on the cart and say, I don't imagine you've uh, any rations or snacks of a sort on you. Uh, Brock would reach into his bag and pull his ration out. Hold it out to the kid. And he would be like, I have I have something. It is it is not hot or fresh, but it is, it is food. And I did promise hot. Uh, but that may have to wait until we make our first stop on the caravan, if you're okay with that. And uh, 
just kind of like eyeball him for any kind of recognition of what he's saying. What, you mean you can't just cast Produce Flame on it? <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> but he'll, uh, he'll, like, look up. He'll look between both of you, and he'll, like, reach out really quickly to try and uh, grab it. Um, and you notice that, like, the way he grabs it from your hand, Brock, like, you almost, like, don't notice it leave like there's not like there's very little friction from it moving like there's just an enough like of a dispersion of weight as it leaves if you weren't watching it you may not have fully noticed uh that it had that it had gone uh except for perhaps a slide of hand this thing out from in front of me practice makes perfect you can tell that he's very skilled with his hands okay offer the kid something and he tries to steal it from me. But d- does he acknowledge like anything that I'm saying? As, as we're just kind of like casually talking? Uh, he put his knife away and he started to eat. And he's like looking at you. Which is kind of hard to tell but you're an elf. You can tell. Okay. Well, uh, you know I'll, I'll just kind of lean forward a little bit and see if I can bring myself closer to like his eye level even if he's focused on the snack or whatever and uh, you know, I'll, I'll say so uh, I, I can't imagine uh, a boy like you would just be running amongst the caravans uh, just randomly do you, do you have family that works amongst the caravans are you staying with someone in the city at your mention of family uh, you see his face kind of drop hard for a second and then he just shakes his head. Okay, well, uh, even some of the most unfortunate circumstances can be a blessing in disguise, because it seems you've stumbled upon uh, quite the philanthropic group of individuals. Uh, if you don't mind keeping us company, uh, we can keep you fed, and then should you decide you no longer in- enjoy our pleasantries, you're more than welcome to take off at any point. Uh, but I, I do promise that we are an interesting bunch and you might be able to find ways to keep yourself occupied, assuming you can keep the knife out of any of our, our friends here. He gives you like a very small, short nod. What's the name of the city that we're headed to? Starlight. Okay, and uh, just say, we're actually on a trip on behalf of a church and uh, we're fetching, what was it, lumber? Yes. We're, we're fetching lumber on behalf of the Church of Abadar. My brother uh, runs the chapel there. Uh, should you be interested in our return, I might be able to find you work there. Uh, it's practically like having a second family. What do you think of that? He, he has this look on his face. It's fairly deadpan, but there's just a little bit. There's this... There's this look in his eye that you can't quite place. Make a sense motive check. Sense motive. 20. Every time you mention the church, and not not even, like, before you say Abadar, like, like just when you said the church and, and chapel and getting a job and stuff, like, there's just this flash, this, like, very dull flash of discontentment and, uh, Like, very, uh, untrusting. Hmm. 
skeptical look in his eye. Or perhaps not for the time being. Uh, anywho, since you seem to be traveling with us for now, uh, would you be interested in potentially putting in, perhaps helping us haul some supplies as we travel? Uh, we certainly won't charge you any room or board, and you can stay with us. He shrugs. We could use another set of hands, and uh, you might be able to learn a useful trade or something that you can put to use elsewhere. Oh, he knows a useful trade. An honest trade. <laughs> there you go. Um... He, he doesn't give much of a response to this, really. He just okay. puts some more food in his mouth. Then, last shot. Perhaps we started on the wrong foot. Uh, my name's Leaf. What's your name? Uh, go ahead and um, roll me a final diplomacy. Bam! That's a nine. <laughs> Uh, you said you holded your hand out to him. You held, hold it. You held your hand out to him. Just now. Yeah. Did did I imagine that? I, you may have. Okay. Um. Was he gonna stab me? The kid hates. No, he wasn't gonna stab you. The kid hates family, <laughs> churches, and hands. <laughs> um. Uh. You you would know the when you were mentioning his family, it was like, it was not like the malcontent kind of look it was it was very like like a wince uh, of pain yeah basically um but uh he'll mumble something under his breath go ahead and make me a perception check I'll use my elven ears that's a 14 14 okay, so even with the rain you lean you're lean towards him as he mumbles this, he's just like, call me Rat. Rat? We actually uh, just helped a tavern clear a batch of those out. Uh, but I must say, you look much friendlier than the ones we dealt with back then. Does he? You know, it, it could be a lie. Whatever. <laughs> Leaf's not above that. He hasn't attacked any of us yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh... He, he doesn't look very amused. Well, welcome to, uh... Oh, gosh, what was the name that we settled on for our bunch? Riley Morheim's Company. Welcome to Riley Morheim's Company. Uh, again, I'm Leaf. Behind you is, uh, my leafy companion, Box. And then I'll kind of, like, gesture at the other two, uh... Expectingly, like, introduce yourself. Uh, Brock would hold out his hand. Two shake hands. He's probably going to get stabbed for it, but he'll hold out his hand and he'll be like, "I am Brock. It is. It is very pleasant to meet you." Make a diplomacy. Yep. Here's where I get stabbed. Eighteen. He like lightly for like half a second, he, like grabs your hand and shakes it and pulls his hand back. Good enough for me. You're not like missing a glove. <laughs> My step. <laughs> this is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dear little one. So long as as I have breath, nobody will hurt you. Uh, I I would make one request uh, of you, though. Uh, it would it would be much appreciated if you did not steal from us. He doesn't say anything. <sighs> we'll 
certainly uh, anything openly requested would be offered freely. So if, if you've need of anything, don't be afraid to ask. He go he goes about eating. He he was he was very silent for a moment at uh, Adira's input. But uh, he goes back to eating when you're like, hey, don't steal from us. <laughs> we'll give you what you want, just don't yeah. steal. So certainly amongst the lot of us, uh, we can keep you fed. And uh, between uh, Adira's blood oath just now, she can certainly keep you protected should uh, any foul forces come across us in our journeys. Uh, is there anything in particular uh, you'd like in our travels? Uh, I've trinkets stored on box but you seem you might be uh, getting a little old for that type of thing Ad adventure he he pulls his knife back out and he like stares at it for a second uses it to cut a piece of like dried meat starting to feel like we, we've just adopted like a living Chucky doll <laughs> <laughs> um, he uses it to cut a bit of the dried meat I'm just gonna say that's probably the creepiest response to that question what would you like to do pulls out knife cuts meat eats it stares at knife yeah, you can tell he has a uh, hard time uh, cutting the knife seems to actually be very very shitty like, like um, damaged, or just it was poor quality to begin with? Or both? Uh, it, it's certainly damaged. It, it is not a fresh blade by any means. Uh, it is uh, very worn. The tip's broken off. Uh, there's a big-ass chip in it, probably. Uh, it's hard to see in the light, but it's probably got a crack where that could chip I, is as Could well. I try a sense motive to see if he's continuing to dodge questions, or if that was like an answer? Of like, I want a better knife. Sure, certainly, certainly. Uh, Twenty-two. He wants a better knife. Oh. I would, I would look over to Leaf and I would say, I, I feel he is dissatisfied with his cutting and well, stabbing instrument. Well, uh, of course, the tip's broken off. It's really hard to stab with. Well, I, I can certainly see the point there. Uh, as, as a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize the pun. Shame on me. This entire this entire <laughs> conversation is pointless. Brock was let out of sigh. I can certainly see the point there, uh, but only the finest equipment suitable for uh, someone of Riley Morheim's adventuring company. Uh, so we can see about potentially getting something nicer for the long term. But in the short term, uh, my companion here is actually quite skilled at magically repairing any type of uh, trinket or bobble. Maybe if uh, you asked him politely, he might offer to fix it for you. Uh, foresight, make a make a perception check. <laughs> All right. I was hoping to not get noticed. You bitch. Oh no! Come on, man. So, like, you feel this weird feeling on the back mm -hmm. of your neck. And, like, you, you turn your head around, and, like, the flap on the side of the... on the side of the thing is just open just mm -hmm. a little bit. And there's, like... You've got dark mm -hmm. vision. So, all you can see is, like, this this slit. There's this eye peering out like at you. a child you, holding a knife. Like, directly at you. It's unnerving. He'll sigh and 
be like, like kind of struggle to walk and get onto the wagon so we can get back there because he needs to sit down to cast. Just, like extend the hand out for the night. Like, okay, I need to uh, see it. To... That, that that is the immediate place for uh, speak wants to his be, name right? and he shall appear. Welcome to the wagon. Wants to be is an interesting way to say that. We're right in the middle of everybody. <laughs> Oh man, it's getting crowded. <laughs> Box want to play. Yeah, throw the tree on top. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, uncomfortable. I think this is gonna start breaking. I feel like I feel like Mozart's probably gonna start struggling here in a second. I feel like Box is probably the heaviest member. I think of the I've party. got him at two hundred pounds ish. In a couple levels, he's definitely gonna bulk up. Mm. Uh, is he gonna get large? Alright. I'm gonna start chanting. Go up to 1,600 pounds. 10 minutes of chanting. Adira will watch all this with slight mm. amusement for a moment, and then she will look at the boy and be like, This is a caravan. It's full of merchants. And hand him two gold. He will take, he will take the gold. And you see, like, as soon as he palms it, it's gone. It's fucking yeah. in his clothes. You should be like, somewhere. now go buy yourself a new knife. Uh, he will, let's see, he will roll, squeeze by, squeeze by, get out of there. Everybody notices him. Yeah, he's got to crawl over all of us. <laughs> I kind of just imagine he jumps on the cart and forgets that we're actively moving. Stump is first. No, no, uh, no. Alright, no, he's, he's fine. He hits the ground. Uh... Well, I hope he hits the ground. That'd be a problem if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's now a floating child. He jumps out, just starts flying away. Uh, he'll, he'll head forward. Uh very quickly up through the up through the caravan okay he will return he looks upset he looks very upset but he has a a new dagger a shiny new dagger and 10 gold <laughs> no. no I feel like the, that one and that no. two were probably him trying to steal stuff yeah no uh, no no extra no freebies for him. And you'll notice that there's another guard, like, comes back, and it's just, like, hanging around the cart. Looks like your shopping trip was a success. Who did you wind up purchasing from? Make a diplomacy check. The 13. He just kind of grumbles. Oh, I didn't see a, a cart out there labeled Murgle Burgle. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, y'all pass through the front gates of the city. The rumbling of cobblestone beneath the wheels fades away, and there's more of a, like, a sound of mud. And he, he, he doesn't really answer your question. Uh, he just grumbled and looked unamused when, when you tried to turn it into a joke. He's ready for more of that. <laughs> Are you just gonna try and make him laugh? Leaf don't tolerate no sass. <laughs> Please don't tolerate no sir. 
what about Sarsaparilla? Acceptable. Uh, after noticing the, the other guard that's kind of sticking near us closer after he returned, Brock would look down, you know, at the knife and he would go, you did, you did buy that, right? He grumbles again and nods. It is, it is good. Hopefully you will no longer need to steal now that we can provide for you. He's like, I have a very particular <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> Uh, he he remains very quiet. He goes back into his kind of like curled up uh, sitting position, which unlike the rest of you, he doesn't have one of those uh, rainproof cloaks. So he's very sodden. Lark, once you leave town uh, and you're out in the mud, do you do you get back on the cart? Do you like get in the driver's thing or? I I mean somebody needs to lead the donkey. So I mean it probably goes better leading the donkey than just being in the back and like poking it along with a prod, so I'll, I'll, I'll lead it forward. I have traveling boots on, I've got traveling wear. I'm not afraid of getting a little bit dirty with some mud. Alright. Well, Adira will take her cloak off and take it over to the child. Okay. Uh, you try to put it well, on Well, she's going to hand it to him. She's. He obviously didn't like her getting too close. It vanishes! What? Disappears into his cloak. Sean. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Is this kid a bag of holding? Is that what's going on? I think so. <laughs> He's a living bag of holding. He just opens his mouth and shoves it in. Oh. Man, that would be great. I got devouring. This is the best kidnapping. Wait, do we need to turn a bag of holding out, like, inside out to get all the stuff out of it? Well. No, you just have to think of the item you want when you reach into it. Only if you know it's in there. Either yes. way, the, the kid doesn't like that. And if we stab him, it all comes out, so it's great pinata of holding. Yo, I'd buy it. Oh. Alright, so y'all travel out of town. After a few hours of traveling, the caravan will come to a halt uh, so that everybody can break down for a meal uh, and rest. Their, uh, rest their animals, rest themselves, put together food, do whatever needs to be done. Do some cross-selling if, uh, if needed. I'd like to take some time whenever we get a break to um, try and forage a little bit. See if I can grab some, some kind of like fresh All ingredients right. for a pit stop. Okay, go ahead and make a uh, a survival check or if you have something that's survival. more appropriate. That's a natural one. But it's a 10. Uh, you gather enough to feed yourself. Oh, that's unfortunate. How, how much time did that take? Um, I believe it takes an hour. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the, the skill page for survival earlier in preparation of this specific check not knowing it was going to roll a natural one, of course. And uh, I didn't see uh, for finding tracks one hour. Yeah, so it doesn't really mention, but I, we, we can say an hour. That's cool. Um, so could could I potentially retry that? Like go foraging deeper? You can retry it. Uh, it does take more time, though. You would have to wait until dinner, most likely, because you're going to get back and like have enough time to eat whatever whatever uh people happen to have and and then you're gonna be back on the road okay um that does not seem reasonable so i will go ahead and uh cook what i've got and i'll offer half of it to the kid assuming it needs to be okay. cooked i'm not sure what you, type of foraging we're doing out here you know all the commonly poisonous shit so you don't you don't get any like poison mushrooms or something but i imagine that's probably what you find is some sort of uh edible fungus which would probably go better cooked. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll try and, like, stretch it with 
you know, like like some extra like water. Or I'll I'll put like a quarter bundle of lemongrass in it and see if I can kind of get what little I've found to go a little bit farther. And I'll I bust out my cooking kit and uh, you know offer it to anybody who's on the cart, making sure that the rat gets first dibs. Okay, so uh, go ahead and make me a another survival or appropriate check to cook. Uh, okay, if survival works, I'll do survival. That's a 28. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, it is delicious. Uh, despite being mostly water, uh, it does <laughs> taste good. It's a earthy, lemony soup. Uh, it's filling, but it's not really filling for long, so uh, anybody who wants that rat will take some. Well, he only got enough for himself, so it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would be nice to take well, he, he, he tried to expand it with water. That's why it's not, like, filling for very long. So uh, I'd say probably about two more people can have some of the soup. It's better than nothing. I don't know if there's anybody else who is devoid of having food. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, on future days I'm going to prepare good berry as a first-level spell just to kind of stretch whatever food we've got, just kind of noting okay. that now. Uh, Goodberry's the healing one. I think you want uh, abstemious. Uh, no, I think I think Goodberry counts as a meal. Yep. Oh, does it? Okay. How how desperate is everybody for food? Because I mean, I loaded up on food for myself. No, I would just eat one of my own rations. Mm-hmm. That's like I bought a bunch of rations. I have seventeen trail rations. Uh, yeah, I got. We... I've got a week's worth, so I'm okay for now. Likewise. While we're stopped, though, uh, I would be looking for a large rock. Or not large, just kind of, just above fist-sized rock. They're good eating, I hear. Okay. Rock soup. Um. They're they're um easy enough to find. Okay. Find a muddy rock. Then I would I would grab a rock and just kind of while we're doing nothing, he would just be sculpting, on the rock. Okay. Is that part of your powers, or are you actually just? No, I just have a craft skill, and it just seems like something he would do to pass the time. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a craft. Is there any kind of target thing you're going for? Uh, probably just some kind of like little figure. Maybe have some kind of small religious significance, but nothing too overt. Beyblade. <laughs> yeah. A fairly crude. <laughs> Beyblade. Yeah, I like that. Let it rip. Functioning Beyblade. <laughs> uh, functioning Beyblade's gonna take you. Away. Nah. Uh, it would. It would probably just be like a little figure. Maybe like something significant to Desna, like a little, you know, trinket for, like, travel or something. Tradle, tradle, tradle. I made you out of stone? I succeed in making that, and after a couple of hours, you chip away at the stone and make a crude little figurine. Okay. Looking back, I knew that there was something that I neglected. Um, rations was that thing. Rations, <laughs> rations was that thing. So, so do you want a serving of thin that, soup? That would probably be uh, preferable to nothing. Although I do believe usually something is better than nothing. Well, sometimes something is much, much worse. Depends on what the something is. The, yeah. Like bolts to the head, for example. Uh, hello, everybody. We're playing uh, Soup Sharing Simulator Cooking today. Mama. I love Soup uh, Finder. I do believe with Goodberry... <laughs> <laughs> With good berry, you roll 2d4 uh, t- uh, to know how many berries you have, and like each berry is good for 24 hours. That's good for a full meal. That's what I mean. Okay. 
So, uh, Leaf goes out to forage. Is anybody else doing anything other than eating at this time? Uh, Riley, if possible, would like to hang out with some of the guards if they're around and open to it. Yeah, they're around. They're not opposed to, uh, to company. Uh, they're not especially talkative. That's okay. I'm especially uh, talkative for all of us. I would also be part of this socializing. You are. Perfect. Uh, just in general, give both of y'all give me uh, diplomacy checks, and no, Lark, you don't take your penalty. No, no racism penalty. You're not trying to gather information. Uh, twelve on my diplomacy. Nine on Riley's. Uh, strangely enough, oh, they seem to like Lark better than you. How dare you! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Riley's over there hanging out with this one guard, and he's just like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, that sounds cool, uh huh. And like, meanwhile, Lark's over there, and like with two other guards and they bust out laughing and uh, at something he said and, and are like clapping him on the back a little bit. You know what? This is okay. As long as everyone's having a good time. I will also appreciate Lark more than my company. <laughs> Who are we speaking to, by the way? Uh, a, a couple of guards and hold on. Now I do have to put the cat out. <laughs> oh, caravan cat. Come back. Pat just then got in trouble. Come here, caravan kitty. I know. You're mistreated. That threw you out. Poor kitty. You want to get up here and lay down and be good? No? Okay. Yeah, like, I, I figured we were talking to guards. You mentioned that uh, originally, but I mean, like, now that we've been talking to them, what do we know about them? Uh, what do you want to know? Like, uh, what would you have conversated with? I don't with? know. I just want to get a uh, general sense. Uh, who are these guys? Where are they going? They, uh, you know, they work for the Westrun Caravan. They do this for pay, uh, because it does pay well. You gather that there's, for for this part, I am treating it as if you made okay. a nine, uh, because this would be gathering okay. information. But uh, uh, like so they so they work here. They they mostly do it for the pay. Uh, like they they don't open up a whole lot to you. Uh, you feel like they probably you know, every time they go out on one of these trips, they deal with dozens if not hundreds of people, and. Uh, so they they don't get too attached, probably. Sorry, uh, can I get an impression of how well uh, combat trained they are? Uh, you can give me a. a I sense can try motive. to do sense motive. You can try. Two. Uh, hmm. Which way should I go with this? You feel like some of them are like, like probably a little more grizzled, like fucking masters of mm-hmm. of warfare. Well, you feel like other ones are probably like, like just dudes in armor. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Because you, you got it too. You rolled a <laughs> yeah, The rolls are not loving Riley tonight. It happens. They are not. <laughs> um, what uh, what can you tell us about how dangerous this road normally is? Again, I effectively rolled a nine here, but I imagine they'd be able to share some information. Uh, right, like this would be this would be simple information. They tell you that. Uh, aside from the odd smartass uh, thinking that they they can sneak in and sneak out, getting away with something, things that are normally worried about most are uh, like bandit groups, uh, the occasional giant, and generally robbers of the sort. Not like not a whole lot of monstrous problems like. They mention giants, but, like, it's practically in passing. 
mostly they say like things are smooth sailing. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does happen, it's a pain in the ass. No, well, that's fair. Say it's more often than we've got a tree in the road than, you know, anything okay. threatening. Well, I would just spend mo mo uh, um, the uh, the rest of my time just generally conversing with these uh, these guards, striking up a friendship, um, getting on uh, okay. spoken terms. Uh, do they have names? Uh, damn, I was going to say a couple of names, but those are actual people in this game. Shit. Do it anyways, it's funny. <laughs> they can have duplicates. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll do it this way. Their names are Vix and Wedge. They're brothers. They're Vix and Wedge Dooley. All right. Sounds good. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Um, just uh, just conversing it with them, and, uh, um, yeah, basically, uh, for, for the better part of the week, I'm just going to be sort of like going around, offering a helping hand when I can, uh, um, talking with other people in the caravan. Uh, if I notice that people are particular, have particularly frayed clothes, just sort of like offer to patch it up for them, uh, no cost added. Um, yeah, just generally being nice and getting people in the caravan to like me. Um, and also just hearing people's right. stories in the caravan. That's, that's my weekly plan, more or less. Um, and yeah, if the uh, I, I if, as far as or orphan or a, or adopted orphan, um, I'm not going to approach him. But uh, if he ever does approach me, I'll be uh, I'll be very nice to him. And my offer to uh, patch up his uh, his stuff always stands. You have to make many many perception checks to see if he approaches you, uh, and many many more to see what he takes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, is anybody else doing anything in particular? spend my time foraging anytime we have any downtime or like if i'm we're, we're in the cart and like actually moving i'm just keeping an eye out on the side of the road oh i see some mushrooms and he'll like hop out and sprint over and snatch them up and then run back all right uh go ahead and give me two of those two of those survival yeah. checks so that's what he's, he's focused on is just keeping everybody fed and taken care of so that's uh, another natural one and uh which, which accounts for a 10, and then a 15. So you're not having a lot of luck. You feel like either a lot of people come through here, or maybe that the rains are just making it really poor, poor uh, hunting ground for these things that you would know to eat. On the third day, uh, if nobody has anything else in particular, on the third day of travel, I need everybody to make a perception check. Leaf got a 12. Lurk got a critical an failure eight. specifically. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no critical failure skills. That's right. Yeah, no, not on skills. Uh, Riley got a nineteen. Brock got a twelve, and Adira got a seventeen, and Foresight got a very average ten. All right, so Riley, yes. you're kachunking, kachunking along, kachunking as I'm apt to do. Yes. Um, you're kachunking along, and, uh, you notice a strange, like, alteration to the sound nearby. Like, the rain is being disrupted slightly. And you look up into the air, the lights from the caravan just barely making any form of illumination. Uh, but it's not the lights from the caravan that aid you, but rather the moon hanging high overhead as the figure of a giant bird 
coasts over. And you notice that it starts to dip and head towards the caravan. Well, immediate response is a very sharp whistle to get everyone's attention who's around me and then point to the skies as the creature swoops down. Oh, no. It's a bird. It's a plane. I'm not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Is it President Superman? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll have to ask Tim. So are the rest of us able to see it if we look up at his... uh... Wait, uh, Troy? Yes. I have an important question. What issue issue was it where Superman became president? What issue was it? Oh. (laughs) Uh, That's probably like... I think that was later in the run. So probably like 783, 784. Somewhere in there. Right after he... uh, he, he was he was granted the presidency after he flew inside of a black hole and gave a very detailed explanation of what what was inside and came out and they were like wow you figured that out you deserve to be president as is tradition <laughs> <sighs> and there we go that's what we were going for rocks fall rocks dies uh, rock, rock is a rock you can't die from falling rock <laughs> it's a bigger harder rock that falls well Tim Tim has not yet responded as to whether it is President Superman, but I'm going to go with no. Well, Tim doesn't write the canon on that anyway, Chris does. You're right. I'm I'm not asking Chris. He'll say yes. Uh, Well, to be fair, Tim might say yes. Uh, No. This thing swoops down. Uh, go ahead and make me additional perception checks now that you have all potentially noticed it. 13. 21. Damn, Madeira. Lark rolled a 16. And 11 for Leaf. What about what about that Riley? Oh, I get another one too. All right. 10. Is this Solid 10. Else? That is very average. Um, how average? He's already I... seen it. He doesn't, he doesn't care anymore. He's like, I've seen this. Over and done. All right, so so Adira, uh, you would notice that this owl swoops down, and you'd notice that it is indeed an owl, a giant owl. Okay. And it swoops back up, but something has left it. There was something on its back. You didn't realize until it swooped back up. But something has jumped off this thing's back into the caravan ahead. Hmm. I didn't notice anything jumping I'm... off its back, right? I'm no. going to uh to uh who are who who are the two nearest to me? Uh, I believe I am sitting next to you and I think Leaf is also there. Yeah, Brock and Leaf. Well then I will well I will grab the, the two grown men and be like, Come on, something's going on up here and take off that direction. Okay. Brock will hop off and struggle to run behind as he has short legs. I, I'm, I'm just looking at the owl. The the owl is it flying off now? Is it going away? Is it like hovering? Yeah, it, it's flying. It's flying up, kind of at a slight angle. It's ascending okay. again. Um, I'll say, uh, where are we going? There, there was something on its back that jumped off up further up the caravan. Ah, all right, I'll follow. Um, but uh, Sean, I'm going to be following, but I'm not going to be going like directly with the party. 
I'm kind of like jumping off into the woods and I'm going to be flanking off whatever it is. I'm probably going to be getting there later than the party, but um, my goal is to get there sort of unseen and in flanking position. All right. So do you want to like run part of the way and then start stealthing? No, because I, di- I, I haven't seen it. I didn't know. I don't know got off. So. Okay. So you head up that way. Uh, is Riley uh, Foresight and Well, Riley right? has to run off to help. Uh, this is something he's very well motivated to do in case of suspicious activities. So he's already yelling out for anyone who's staying behind to watch the cart as he rushes with the other three. Oh, well, I was going to go, but this cart's not going to watch itself. I think. Just leave Box behind. He can watch it. And the totally trustworthy young young man. <laughs> I'd watch that sitcom. I'm good for it. Fox and Rat. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and go. Someone might be hurt. Leaf, you? I think I am going to draw my shortbow and, you know, just knock an arrow. And, uh... I'm, I'm real... Well, if, if Rat's already taken care of, then I'm going to start moving to uh, with, with the rest of the group to investigate. All right. So, down here, you gonna leave Box or you yeah? Let's uh, let's assume if I if I don't say otherwise that Box comes with me. Okay. Is there an evil smiley icon I can put on this guy? An evil smiley icon. Is that to let us know he's bad? A monocle and a goatee. No, I I was just trying to be a smartass with rat. Uh, okay, so y'all run, run off. Shouts to somebody watch the cart being ignored. That's okay, we have insurance. Um, <laughs> it's okay, we have insurance. Yeah, I guess it's true. Y'all run forward into the darkness, and then back into the light, and then back into the darkness, and then back into the light, because the lights are, you know, on the carts. Um, and you run forward. And that's where we're going to call break. How dramatic. How dramatic. (laughs) That's it for this week, folks. I want to thank our patrons, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, and Brian Rafe for all their support and for being awesome people. Check the episode description for a link to our Patreon if you would like to join this list and to help support the show. You can also find our Twitter and contact email in the description as well. There are a lot of people who have helped us on our journey to poddom, and I'd like to shout some of them out, many of whom hang out with us in our Discord. The Hideous Laughter Podcast, Fillmore's Crossing Podcast, aka D&D LCP, Wheel or Woe Podcast, Hexgrid Heroes Podcast, The Roaring Trainers Podcast, The Within the Waves Podcast, The Podcast for the Untimely Dead, and Action Forge on YouTube. You can find links to their Twitters and short descriptions in the episode description. And thank you very much for listening. See you later.